Hi, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. Welcome back to another episode of the Expat Investor Podcast. I'm Tom Putrus, Head of Global Partners here at Skyround. And well, today we'll be looking at some key market movements over the last few weeks and what our investment team here at Skybound have been up to this year. So let's kick off. Let's look at let's look at last week. Well, last week was well, last week was probably one for the record books, to be honest. We saw some very significant market movements, especially in the US, due to the latest round of inflation data that was released last Thursday. Now, if we go back, if we go back a month, this time last month, we saw inflation results for September being published. And what we saw was the year-on-year figure of 8.2% for CPI, which ultimately the market was very disappointed with. And we saw some downward pressure and quite significant intraday downward pressure, um, especially in the S&P and the, and the NASDAQ 100. It appeared to show that you know, that CPI data was showing that at the time that the interest rate hikes that had been going have been going on throughout the year were not doing anything to curb that inflation rate over in the US. And the Fed had to continue their hawkish outlook, despite many analysts really citing that we could be close um, to a pivot or uh, a Powell pivot, as it's been termed, um, you know, a, a change in direction for where these uh, these interest rates, are, these interest rate hikes are going to go, whether they start to slow or, 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 or U-turn altogether. So last week, Thursday, the results of October's inflation were published. Many forecasts were predicting that this was going to come in at around the 8% year-on-year mark. But the most worrying forecast was actually the month-on-month forecast. And this was anticipated to come in at around 0.6%, which was and expected to be much higher than the 0.4% month-on-month results for September. This higher month-on-month forecast had been given by many due to the fact that fuel costs over the month had significantly risen in the US. So 8.30 a.m. Eastern time rolls round last Thursday and the results are released. And they were shocking results. Not shocking in a bad way, shocking in a good way. These figures are down, and down more than people expected. The year-on-year result of 7.7 and an astonishing month-on-month result of 0.4. Both of these results significantly under their forecasts and potentially a sign that the continued push to increase interest rates over this year may finally be working to drive inflation down. Let's take a look at how the markets took that news. What did the markets do as a result of it last Thursday? Well, this is why I mentioned earlier, this was potentially one for the record books. The S&P surged to post a one-day return of 5.5%, whilst the the tech-heavy NASDAQ 100, well, it just took off, it flew. It posted a 7.4% one-day result last Thursday. Something, you know, potentially not been seen for well over a decade. Um... And, 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 you know, like I said, one, one really for the record books. I mean, even other markets around the world then started to react positively to that news, including the FTSE and the Euro stocks. And, and it goes to show, and, and, and much, much of the commentary that I've, I've given over the last couple of weeks has been about planning and, you know, sticking with it and, and staying the course, if you like. It's moments like these, in these market cycles, that investors 
you just simply cannot afford to miss out on. I like a study and uh, recently Fidelity posted um, a study uh, and, and this study was concentrating at looking at a particular period of time um, and it showed the devastating impact of not remaining invested during a market cycle. The study was between the 31st of December 2006 and the 31st of December 2021 and it was based on just on the S&P 500, nothing too, uh, too spectacular, um, but it showed if you'd remained invested during that period of time, you would have received an annualized return of 10.66%. Of um, so, you know, a very significant return over that period of time. But it also showed that if you'd missed out on just the 10 best days during that period, and no doubt like the one we saw last week, your return would have been reduced significantly. It had been reduced to just 5.05% per annum. That's over a 50% reduction by just missing the 10 best days in that period of time. And to make matters worse, they then went on to look at what happens if you miss the 30 best days of that 15-year period. Well, you'd actually receive a negative annualized return on your money of minus 1.18%. So, the, I mean, the moral of the story here is, is really is that if you are investing for the future, you're bound to be far more successful by allowing yourself to ride the roller coaster rather than trying to time the market. And this really goes back to my podcast from a few weeks ago when, when I was discussing the importance of financial plan and how having some sort of plan significantly increases positive outcomes. Plans allow you to experience these roller coasters and, and well, not to freak out, um, causing you to jump off halfway through, leaving well, you know, a sour taste in your mouth as a result of it. But by following the plan and finishing the roller coaster often leaves investors with a pleasant surprise and a smile on their face. So what have Skybound Investments team been doing here this year, given the fact that we've seen these crazy inflation rates, um, interest rate hikes, sadly that war in Ukraine, natural disasters, you know, we've even had hurricanes, mudslides, flooding, um, this zero COVID policy in China, which actually last Friday, there was some talk about some relief to that zero COVID policy. I'll go on, British politics, you know, that's verged on the on the edge of comedy this year and, and just, well, just a lot more could be added to the list. So I caught up with a couple of the guys from the investment team last week and quite simply, they've been doing a lot this year. A bit of an insight here at Skybound for a second and to be a little bit self-centered. Here at Skybound, we, we remain really truly dependent, independent, shall I say, um, as, a, as a firm. You know, we are not tied to any asset management or, or institution as a result of who we are and what we do here when it comes to giving advice. And, and that is and continues to be at the, the forefront of our investments. We provide numerous options for how clients can manage and have their investments managed. Uh, and that includes discretionary, model portfolios, advisory, um, and I'll touch on uh, more of that in a different episode and, and how differences between those types of investment management come about. But when it comes to advisory services, Skybound offer investment advice across 
all different investment platforms. Um, and we have clients who come to us holding potentially investment platforms that we may not recommend. Uh, and we have, because of our independent nature, a wide variety of solutions that we can put in place for clients. And we're able to advise on each one of those and provide an investment mandate for each one of them against the client's attitude to risk and how they would like to manage money over the period of time that they're being invested for. So when we put together investment solutions in an advisory capacity, we build what we would call all-weather portfolios. And these investment strategies are designed to deal with, with ultimately any type of market condition, ones like we've seen this year, and are designed to be investments for you know, the medium to long term. Those points are critical to remember when working in an advisory capacity. So when I was speaking to two of the guys this week, uh, Nikita and Lucas, um, or rather last week, we discussed the importance of having a starting point. And for much of our time with that investment team, that is having an investment philosophy. Every investment decision we make and we take, it's made with our client's best interest in mind. And that means ultimately we aim to deliver the strongest returns over the long term um, and according to whatever risk level they may be comfortable with. We don't invest anything complex. We never take unnecessary risks. And we always remember it's the client's money we're investing. Putting our client first is at the center of our investment philosophy. We do have then six of the key principles that surround that client first approach. You know, like I said earlier, we think long term. We want to diversify well. Costs do matter to us. We keep it simple. We stay disciplined and we invest for good. And all of our portfolios are ultimately designed to be robust and well diversified across asset classes, sectors and geographical regions. And these all weather portfolios are designed, like I said, for all market conditions, meaning that we can stay focused on the long-term goal without having to shift your portfolio or a client's portfolio around to react ultimately to short-term events like we've seen this year. When providing investment advice in an advisory capacity, we provide a lot. We provide the research, the analysis, and then we present that to clients in order for them to ultimately agree with or disagree with. And when working in an advisory capacity, the importance and benefit of building all weather portfolios is that, as we discussed earlier, it is very difficult to try and time the market. If we tried to provide advisory services for what could be described as short-term plays in a portfolio, it would ultimately result in clients being invested in a, a very reactionary way and therefore potentially missing the boat all the time. We really want to try and stay away from that buying high for which we see so many people fall victim to because they jumped on the bandwagon um, after it got going. So our investment team continue to ensure that we're able to provide advisory services no matter what the type of investment platform our clients have. And we can do that with the highest conviction. And that ultimately results in an incredible amount of, of research consistently working with fund managers uh, to ensure that we know what those fund managers are doing and what we can expect of them in the future. However, funds, that, well, they're not looked at in isolation, right? So we don't just look at 
the best performing fund over the last five years and stick it on a piece of paper. We look at how each fund can and will contribute to the overall portfolio objectives and correlate with one another. And that's just as important as it is judging them in their own merit. As we strive to provide what I would call well-diversified portfolios across a range of sectors and geographies, we invest in funds that they themselves are well-diversified across those areas. So, for example, most of the equity funds that we have in our portfolios are, are global sector ones, which invest in stock markets across the world rather than a particular country, sector, or industry. And some of those funds will even be uh, what we would describe as actively managed. Therefore, although we might not be making short-term decisions and changes to portfolios at an advisory level with a client, the underlying funds that we've chosen within the portfolio will be placing those more tactical decisions on behalf of the client. What we try and do is take away all the confusion, all the stress of knowing what to buy and when to sell and allow you to focus on what's really important, which is achieving your financial goals. Having a clear financial plan Combined with an all-weather portfolio that is clear and concise will potentially ultimately lead uh, to good client outcomes. And that's what we're really striving for here at Skybound. So to go back and, and look at, well, what is an all-weather portfolio and what have our investment team been doing this year? It doesn't matter what's happening in the market. Um, and as we've said on the podcast over the last few weeks, there has been a lot that has happened this year. But we're not making short-term decisions based on what's going on right now. And we're cutting straight through the noise to continue to focus on those long-term planning objectives. By working with you to understand where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do in the future, those plans really add significant value at the forefront of our relationships. So our investment team are there in the background to continue to monitor, look at, research, and ultimately ensure that we can act with the highest levels of convictions for clients as we go forwards. That's what our investment team have been up to this year, really cutting through the noise, allowing ourselves to make sure that we can focus on those long terms and the short term noise will dissipate over time. It's been good to have you with me today. I hope everybody is well keeping safe in the world. We look forward to seeing you again in the future. This was recorded on the 14th of November 2022 and all information was correct at the time of recording. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is, is not a personal recommendation. If you are unsure what's right for you, you should seek advice. Past performance isn't a guide to the future and investments rise and fall in value. So you could get back less than what you invest. Thanks for listening and goodbye.